0: Good morning, Backrow Radio. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Mo. And
0: you're streaming the Morning Side Hug.
1: Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian.
0: <laughs> we are a back row morning show exclusively on BackrowRadio.com.
1: On today's show, what do Christians think about tests on animals?
0: And we dive into a deeper topic. How to clean your butt without toilet paper because Karen bought Walmart out. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. It's our coronavirus special, everybody. <laughs> oh, gracious. What a world we're living in right now.
1: We're not talking about it now.
0: But we'll talk about it later. Because <laughs> <laughs> today is also a holiday. It is. It's March 23rd, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. What do we got?
1: We have... National Puppy Day. I
0: figured you'd like this one. Something's <laughs> happened in your life.
1: Listen here, stop <laughs> jumping the gun to things. Shh.
0: Be Just quiet. really wanna talk. <laughs> we haven't talked in a month.
1: I know, but you gotta <laughs> stick to the script. She's Louise. <laughs> Prepare yourselves for an overdose of cuteness. Established in two thousand six, National Puppy Day is a pawsome day for all dog enthusiasts to celebrate unconditional love and fawn over the undeniably cute furballs that bring so much happiness into this world. While we're all softies when it comes to our four-legged friends, today is also designed to raise awareness that puppy mills about puppy mills and help prospective pet owners consider adoption.
0: So, like, normally I am a, a poo-pooer of these kind of days, especially pet-related days. I uh-huh. don't know. I'm just not a pet guy,
1: I N- guess. Matt doesn't have a heart.
0: I grew up with dogs, he and I, no I never. I, I cared about one dog, I think. And then my mom gave her away. Uh, and so, he's... <laughs> and that's why. That's the deep wound in my heart that will never be filled by another puppy. You're not my puppy.
1: That's why Matt goes <laughs> to celebrate recovery.
0: <laughs> but look... Given all this garbage that we're all, I'm assuming, spending a much more time on our phones and online, I want Facebook to flood with puppy pictures today. So if you have puppy pictures, post them, man. Post them all out. Get a little bit more happiness and cuteness going. All right. So social I don't media. want
1: any of your snarky, rude. Sarcastic comments coming when I post all of my pictures of my puppies. <laughs> Just as long I as you know keep how them today. you are.
0: Just today. Tomorrow, no more. Knock that stuff off. <laughs> we got a world to save here. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Well, we're gonna as we said, we're gonna save our coronavirus focused stories for the third hour. But uh we do normally do a, a bit of a catch up here on Mondays, so what non coronavirus things are happening in your life, Mo?
1: Well, Matt, we got a puppy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no,
0: well, specifically, you didn't get a puppy, right?
1: So, <laughs> let me just tell y'all. <laughs> we have a PetSmart here in town. You know, we can't get a Target or a Chick fil A or anything of that nature, but we have a PetSmart.
0: They built. Like, it didn't even, like, take over an old building. Yeah. It built a freaking PetSmart.
1: Yeah. Um, which is great. That's, and truthfully, not speaking about the coronavirus, but kind of sort of touching on it, the last few weeks, I'm glad that we've had a PetSmart, because everything that we've needed for the dogs has been sold out everywhere else. Oh, right. So, yeah, I heard about that. PetSmart to the rescue. But anyway, um... Chris went to buy dog food a couple weeks ago, and they were doing, PetSmart was doing one of their adoption days, where they have a local uh, dog rescue here in town that brings in the dogs that they have currently, and, you know... They put on, the dogs put on their best sad puppy dog faces <laughs> with their big, beautiful puppy dog eyes that just say, take me home with you,
0: please.
1: <laughs> um, so Chris goes to get dog food and I get a text message of the sweetest little face that says, want a husky? Now, we're going to go back a little bit in, in our marriage story. When Chris and I were first married, living in North Carolina, we were given A purebred husky Mm. and had this puppy for about three months. We went home on vacation, had a friend who was going through a really hard time stay in our home. Um, And about three days into him staying in our home, he decided he wasn't, it was too far of a drive to his work. So he just stayed elsewhere and left our dog at the house for days unattended and our dog ended up dying.
0: Jeez.
1: So that's a sad story for you, but.
0: Gracious sakes.
1: Yeah. So ever since then, our family as a whole has wanted a husky again because they're just the best dogs. They're super loving. They're very scary looking. So, you know, they intimidate intruders as if we get them all the time. But they're just all around good dogs but we have three other dogs
0: (laughs) right already overloaded with pets
1: and two cats and a fish (laughs) so for probably six years i've been telling chris when ace which is our oldest dog when he is no longer with us then we will get a husky until then i'm fine with these dogs (laughs) but apparently my husband does not share in those same feelings And so he sees this husky and decides, I'm going to guilt trip my wife. (laughs) The text message went something along the lines of, are you kidding? Question mark. And he said, no, she's beautiful. Don't you want her? And I said, I'm leaving this up to you.
0: Well, that was your problem right there. (laughs) All of you
1: listeners out there, if your wife says, I'm leaving this up to you, she doesn't really mean it. (laughs) It is a test. She wants to see if all of the conversations that you've had over the years you were actually listening to, if you truly know her heart or not. Um, My husband failed the test.
0: He heard that and went, okay.
1: <laughs> to be fair, he failed it in a way that he thought was winning because he decided to just foster this dog.
0: Uh, okay.
1: All that fostering did was prolong the the money that we had to give them by a week. Because he brought the dog home. Every single one in my family, including myself, fell in love with this dog.
0: <laughs> she gets
1: along with all of the animals and the cats. Just, she fits perfectly right in. She's the best little, the best little dog. Which I had no no doubt from the get-go. I wasn't hating on her. I didn't think that she was like this awful, terrible creature from hell. No. I knew that she was going to be great. I also knew who was going to be taking care of her 90% of the time. Me. (laughs) So, we are the proud owners (laughs) of a beautiful nine-month-old, all-white... Blue eyed Husky German Shepherd mix.
0: What's the dog's name again? Athena. Athena? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Because she has the bright blue eyes, like the goddess Athena. She was named sure. before we got her. Oh, okay. And so we just kept <laughs> the just name. Kept it. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. That is what has happened in my life. <laughs> I did tell Canon this is your birthday present, so, you know, mm. just enjoy it. <laughs>
0: A little bit of money. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, most of my stories are coronavirus related, so I'll go with my um, more underwhelming stories for now. Um, weight loss still going on. In the time since our last meeting, I have transitioned off of keto. Okay. Which has been great.
1: I was gonna say, do you, are you <laughs> loving that?
0: I am loving. Re- reintroducing carbs into my life, Loving but it. I, I am noticing I'm still needing to um, curb the carbs a bit Yeah. because I did go overboard with carbs for my son's birthday because my wife made this big lemon cake and I had a big old mound of it and it was great. And then the next day I was so sluggish. I was falling asleep. All of that stuff that I used to do every day and then hadn't done since I started on the diet because I had so much energy. And so it's really clear to me that it's the number of carbs I take in is really what determines my energy level. Hmm. Uh, so I am still having to like curb them a bit. But, you know, I'm much more than the 20 a day I can get away with. Uh, but I'm down 95 pounds as of this morning. I am. You're
1: almost there. So
0: close to the 100 mark, the century mark. So I'm very excited about that. Um, And one of the first things I did when uh, I I cut off keto, and that's, I'm not going to lie, it was a significant reason why I decided to cut off keto before the 100 mark, because that was initially my goal. Keep doing it until I hit the 100 mark and then Mm -hmm. I'll transition off. And I did it early. Uh, because of Wendy's breakfast. (laughs) I had been driving by and seeing that thing on the window every day almost. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta try it. So, I went uh, two Saturdays ago. Two Saturdays ago. And I got a... I completely stayed away from the Frosty Chino. I'm not going to do that. It's just sugar. I can't do that. Uh, But... I got the breakfast Baconator.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Big sandwich. It's got a sausage patty, a bunch of bacon, cheese, the egg thing on a, uh, like a hamburger bun. Like mm-hmm. one of their premium hamburger buns. And I got the potato... Wedges. I, yeah. I, I mean, I guess they're technically wedges. Yeah. Home fry type home, yeah, thing. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I got those. The fries, the potato wedges, whatever you want to call them are amazing. Mm-hmm. They are the best breakfast fast food potato, bar none. Yeah. Far out eclipses, eclipses the McDonald's hash brown in my mind. Oh, and yeah. And that was the penultimate for, for forever. And so, goodness gracious, I'm already going to say right now, that's the best thing on the breakfast menu, in my opinion. But the Baconator, I didn't like. And it's mainly because, and I know the reason why, I don't like this. I don't like sausage. I just I try to like it, and I try it often. I try it at least three or four times a year, thinking, "Yeah, I should like this," Mm -hmm. and I don't. And so I took the I took the sausage patty off and ate it, but you know it's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, what you're expecting compared to what you get. So I was kind of bummed. Fries were great, but the main entree I wasn't happy with. I didn't finish. I'm like, man. That was a bit of a downer. So I went back the next week. <laughs> the next okay. week I had, I, I, I foregoed the 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 fries so I could try two different things. And so I had the honey butter chicken biscuit. Mm-hmm. And I had just the the basic like bacon, egg, and Swiss uh, croissant thing. Bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a, a high quality breakfast sandwich par to any others. Uh, I wouldn't say it was significantly better than like a Burger King croissant breakfast Um, but definitely something that I would get if I happened to go there normally. Honey butter chicken biscuit I was excited for. Okay. Okay. I've only recently been introduced to honey butter chicken biscuits from Whataburger.
1: I really just want you to get to the point.
0: <laughs> you just want to hear what I think of that. Don't yes, you? that's that's what she's been asking about. She wants to know what I think about that honey butter chicken biscuit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I love them at Whataburger, and so I got this from uh, Winnie's. Sat down, opened it up, and there's no honey butter on it. And so I'm like, did it it soak in? It was the last thing. Like, I ate the other sandwich first. I'm like, did it soak into the bun? Did they put that little on it? And I'm opening it, and then everything's dry. So I have to go through the drive-thru again. And this time they glob it on. And I don't know if it's because they were mad at me for for coming back with a problem. But there was just... It was oozing out of the bag itself Hmm. so much. So... I ate two bites of it. I don't like the biscuit. The honey butter was, I don't know, it was separated, I guess. I don't know if they didn't mix it well enough. It was a bad experience. I'm not going to say that's how it's supposed to be. I think I got somebody making that sandwich for the first time, not knowing what they're doing.
1: That's a good possibility. Yeah.
0: So that let—that was a letdown, too. Uh, so I wound up going back. All right. (laughs) But it was the same, you know, As then. I wound up going back a third time, but I went inside, so hopefully I could talk to somebody else. I didn't say anything about the bad sandwich. Mm -hmm. I just ordered the other honey butter chicken thing, which was their other big sandwich. It was a croissant honey butter chicken with bacon on it. Mm -hmm. That thing, fantastic. Still, I'm not going to say it's like the best breakfast sandwich I've ever eaten. But it's definitely my favorite of those that I've tried. Uh, The honey butter mixing with the saltiness of the bacon. Mm -hmm. ooh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Of course, the chicken. Uh, Really good. And I like the croissant uh, bun thing a lot better than the biscuit that I've experienced anyway. So, yeah. I think my go-to meal will be the... uh,
1: Bacon honey butter croissant.
0: Yeah, is that what it's called?
1: I really think it's number one.
0: Yeah, I think it is the first one on the on the menu. Uh that with the with those fries. I could just go and eat. The fries a bunch
1: of are those so fries. good. They are amazing. They are so they good.
0: They are they are. I can't I'm not gonna undersell those at all. Those are great. The best thing.
1: I am curious to try the Frosticino.
0: I am too. I just I just don't wanna I don't want to open that door for myself. You yeah, know?
1: <laughs> I am curious. I had a friend who had it a couple weekends ago, and it looked amazing. And then, of course, she was all, "You want to try it?" And I'm like, "No, I, right now I can't." But thank you
0: very much. Yes, I do. Yeah, but I can't. <laughs> but I can't right now.
1: Um, <laughs> thanks to Matt and a few a few other friends, I've jumped on this whole intermittent fasting bandwagon. It works. So, well, I mean, I'm down five pounds, so, yeah. Good job. Um, <clears throat> But my window for eating doesn't open until noon. Mm. And so, which, <laughs> I'm in three weeks of it, and I started it where my window opened from 10 and closed at 8. Because you start with a bigger window, right, right, you know. Right. And so now I'm like, okay, yeah. I go to noon, and I'm like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to eat right now. <laughs> I'm okay. But this is the first recording day
0: mm.
1: since, and I'm always starving on recording days. Yeah, so we'll you see. you really
0: are for some reason. I don't know. You're just always very hungry. I guess
1: talking just <laughs> <laughs> makes me starve. So what's or your win- what's your
0: window now? Noon to is it noon to eight?
1: It's noon to seven.
0: Noon to seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven hours. How how low do you think you're going to try and go?
1: I want to get down to the one meal a day where you're Ooh, just doing one okay. big meal and then small snacks throughout the day. Okay. So, but I can't decide if I want to do like a big meal at lunch, and then just have something small to close out my window at night.
0: And that's what I've been doing.
1: Or if I want to do my big meal at dinner, I don't know. So we'll see.
0: You would, I think, it would be hard. That's a harder decision for you. I'm rarely, you know, at home for at dinner. home for dinner. Yeah. So making lunch. A big deal is a lot easier for me, yeah um but yeah, it works um yeah. I'm doing the uh the five two mm-hmm. right now, so but even on my five days it's not open all day. I still give myself a six hour window on those days, yeah, so I go from eleven to five uh most days, and then on Tuesdays and Fridays it's Pretty much no calories. On Tuesday, I try and do no calories at all. Yeah. But on the 5-2 diet, you're supposed to give yourself about 500 or so calories that day. Uh, So Tuesdays, I try and go no calories, and then Friday, I'll give myself the 5. But, yeah, it's going well. It's keeping me – it's slowing down my weight loss, but that's okay because I was losing weight way too fast. I mean, that was okay in the early stages, but now that we're getting to actually – Defining what I'm going to be looking like health wise, yeah, uh, I need to slow it down a bit. So, trying to keep it between three and four pounds a week, yeah, at the most.
1: That's yeah. still really good, though.
0: But yeah, it's going really well. I'm very excited,
1: and I'm surprised how all the health benefits from in- intermittent fasting. I've, mm-hmm. I guess, I've just never really considered it, never really thought of it, and for years. <sighs> I, my mom grew up intermittent fasting, just didn't realize it. Mm. You know, she just went by the whole motto, I will eat when I'm hungry. Ah, okay. And if that wasn't until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, then that wasn't until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Which, as a as a grown adult, I can look back on my childhood and be like, yeah, she was healthy. She was at her healthiest back then. Mm. Um, but... So much of society will tell you that that's not healthy, that you need to wake up and you need to eat to get your metabolism going and to start burning fat and this and that. And it's just a whole like change of mindset.
0: Right? Yeah. And uh, the way I look at it is when anyone downplays intermittent fasting, I say, you know, Terry Crews. That really buff black dude. Does he for real? That's hilarious. He's been doing it for years. Really? Yeah. And that's how he keeps in peak condition. He said that in multiple interviews. (laughs) I mean, that in in training, but I mean, still.
1: (laughs) Have you seen his wife? She's like super buff, too. (laughs) Like, she reminds me of Pink on steroids. (laughs) Every time I see her, I'm like, yep.
0: Uh, Speaking of... Terry Crews, he's going to be on Lego Masters this I for real
1: week. thought you were going to say he's going to be on our show. Like, we got
0: him on the phone right now. Here we go, Terry, <laughs> telling us about intermittent fasting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you guys thought this was a, a Christian show, but we've turned the page. <laughs> uh, I believe Terry Crews is a believer. Well, I just meant and we've turned the page to intermittent fasting. That's And
0: he uh, also takes a very hard stance against pornography, openly. Really? Which is really cool too.
1: He and his wife also sometimes appear on The Bachelor. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> to host like games.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That'd be fun.
1: Some of the challenges between the Bachelorettes.
0: <laughs> uh, Alright, coming up next, what do Christians think about testing on animals?
1: We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the morning side hug right here on Back Row Radio.
0: Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a back row morning show here on backrowradio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we've got uh, five random facts for you.
1: People behave better when they are being watched. This even works under the illusion of being watched, like posting a photo of human eyes nearby.
0: (laughs) We can post a photo of someone looking at you. What? And it'll like you put a photo of your boss in your office just looking right at you, and you'll work harder. (laughs)
1: no i don't think i could do that (laughs) i wonder if that's why do you remember when jesus pictures used to be a big thing that everybody had in their houses right
0: and they looked out so yeah always looking at you no matter what you look at
1: i wonder if that's why helps keep you up there yep (laughs) all right uber facts a study found that running backwards is actually easier on the knees than traditional running. Mm-hmm. So the next half marathon I do needs to run be done backwards. backwards.
0: I've tested that theory out before, and it is true. I can run backwards much easier. Sure, it's my, easier like, on my knees, but it's, it's a harder lot harder see. on sure. my butt sure. when I fall. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could run a marathon backwards. You just yeah, knock no. into people.
1: Uh-uh. I don't even think I could run a 5 k I I don't think I could run a mile <laughs> backwards. I might make it 10 steps before I fell not fun another uber fact a caesar salad from mcdonald's has more calories salt and fat than a double big mac
0: that is true you will not eat (laughs) the double big mac the the salads at any of these fast food restaurants have so many more calories than you think they do not as
1: healthy as you never think
0: it is it's not healthy at all even like mcdonald's oatmeal it, it, it's advertised as wholesome, healthy, and all this. Can I that has them? more It has more calories and fat than a McDonald's ice cream cone. Wow. A cup of oatmeal. And they're small. I'd rather too. eat an
1: ice cream cone for breakfast than oatmeal yeah. anyway. And so. they're available.
0: I mean, they'll you. And, give you know, you can
1: always get the double Big Mac bunless, so it's keto-friendly. <laughs>
0: Keto friendly. Yep. Keto
1: friendly. <laughs> a new study revealed that teenagers are willing to adopt healthy diets as a form of rebellion.
0: Isn't that great? Do you know?
1: <laughs> so I actually kind of thought about this at the fair last week, the week before. We're you know how they have all those food trucks lined mm-hmm. up as you first walk in and With it's all the this fried fattiest, stuff. Uh huh. Yep. And then they have in our town. Two little stands. One was for Nutrition Avenue, which is the Herbalife Shake place right, right, that right. you can go to here in town, and they'll make you Herbalife Shakes. And then the other one was for those wonderful new acai bowls oh, that you can get. Yeah. Every teenage girl in our town was standing at that stupid <laughs> acai bowl food truck to get Something that they probably can't even pronounce and don't know what is, <laughs> but, be- uh-huh, but because they think it's healthy, mm, I'm going to eat acai, okay, there's and a- I'll have my turkey leg, thank there's you very a- much. There's
0: a little store across from like the Schnitzel in our uh-huh. town. uh it's not open anymore. It's not open? No. Did they close it down?
1: I thought they did. Well, it lasted it's a really long time. It's right down the time. street from... My yeah, office. It is. yeah.
0: Well, it, 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 it's most recent incarnation was an Acai place. And it was yeah. that for like three years. It lasted far longer than anything else has been in there. It's a really tiny rundown place. It was a soda fountain at one point. It was a gravestone uh engravers at one point a smoke shop all those things and all those things died within a couple months but that isae place lasted a good while yeah if if it's not still going now
1: i don't think and i it may be like a seasonal thing she may only open in the summer months like from spring to summer but anyway yeah i i realized that during the fair the fair i kind of was like okay (laughs) either they're really healthy or this is some sort of rebellious thing okay (laughs) mosquitoes are weak flyers that can only reach speeds of about one mile per hour so the breeze from a small electric fan is enough to keep them away hey good to know so just carry a fan with you wherever you go if you're
0: gonna sit down just surround yourself with a little
1: with little uh, fans portrait
0: of electric fans yeah right yeah
1: you just need one of those little handheld ones that'll be enough to keep them away no
0: because then you're having to like turn all around and shoot them. That's true, I guess. You need, you need like a globe of fans just pointing outward (laughs) and you're sitting in the middle, just (laughs) peaceful and knowing that you're not going to get bit. Uh, we have a study here, which, uh, I found pretty interesting. There are uh, a few different, a few different, how do how do you put it? Uh, tests or projects that, that scientists are trying to do with certain animals to, uh, their chemist- change their change their chemistry and, uh, for one reason or another and we'll, we'll, we'll explain what they all are. Um, but they, they went they, uh, the National is it the Pew? Yeah I think yeah Pew Research Center went, went asking uh, Protestants uh, evangelicals what they thought of these if they were in favor or if they were against these animal testing uh, situations, uh, if I explain them more, it will sound less weird. Let me just do that. So there were five things that they asked evangelicals about. They asked if they were okay with uh, tests on aquarium fish that would cause them to glow in the water.
1: Okay. So
0: that they'd be born like doing this with these with these fish. tests. So they'd be glowing fish, even fish that don't typically do that. Okay. Uh, they asked about a closely related uh, doing tests on a closely related species to bring back an extinct animal. Hmm. Um, they talked about animals uh, increasing the protein production in certain animals that we eat to make more nutritious meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, tests to grow organs and tissues for humans on certain animals, for humans that need like transplants. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was doing tests on mosquitoes, trying to uh, change their body chemistry to where it would limit their ability to reproduce and thus it would uh, reduce the spread of diseases and stuff. But basically... So these are actual
1: tests These that are... are
0: actual things that are either being considered or already happening. Yeah, well, I know right the now. whole
1: protein thing and production of meat, that's a for real thing mm-hmm. that's happening. So they just asked Christians how they felt about basically, this? Basically,
0: yeah, if they were in favor of it or not. Okay. And so the aquarium uh, fish one, 15% said that they were okay with it. 84% said they were not, uh, they said that this was taking technology too far. Uh, the closely related species, bringing back an extinct animal, 80% said that's too far. Uh, 18% were okay with it. Um, protein production, 29% said that they were okay with it. 70% said it was too far. Animals growing organs or tissues for humans needing a transplant, 43%, this was a close one, 43% said that they were okay with it, but still the majority, 55% said that they were not okay with it. So those four, still the, the vast majority said, no, let's not do this animal testing. It's weird. Leave God's animals the way they're supposed to be. All except for that last one.
1: The mosquitoes.
0: Everybody was okay. Mosquitoes, get rid of them. That was God's biggest mistake. (laughs) 70% of those that responded said they were absolutely fine with us trying to kill off the mosquitoes uh, or greatly reduce their number. Only 27% said that they had a problem with it. So (laughs) my takeaway is that us Christians are like, don't mess with God's planet, people. These are God's animals, except, except for the mosquitoes. mosquitoes. None of us like them. They're okay.
1: See, I kind of feel that way about flies. Like, what is the purpose of a fly? Why do we have them? It's not as if they do any good <laughs> for our environment or for nature. Okay, like I bees fine. Well, don't they, they help? help it, don't they
0: help in decomposition of things?
1: I don't know how. I'm pretty sure
0: they how eat, they eat and excrete.
1: No, they they, they? sit and poop. Well, that's that is what disgusting. They <laughs> that's they what are the most means. Discus- <laughs> Do you know? I have those big. We don't have like the the mini blinds in yeah. our house. We have those big wide Giant
0: slats. Yeah, yeah, I don't know
1: what they're called, but whatever. Um, and I it was fly season here because we live very close to the 87 dairies beef capital of the world. (laughs) So we get a ridiculous amount of flies. Um, And a friend of mine at church had made a comment. I had made a comment about how much I hate flies. I'm just over these stupid flies. And she's like, yeah, there's nothing worse than looking at my blinds and seeing all those little brown spots and knowing that's fly poop. And I went home and looked at all my blinds and thought, oh, my word, that really is fly poop. All over my blinds, all on the windows, all on the windowsill. It is the most disgusting thing I have ever in my entire life seen. Why can we not get rid of the flies? I, you know what? We all just need to get a, some electric fans, and that will take care of the mosquitoes, as we just figured out in our last random facts. You don't have to worry about mosquitoes anymore. Let's kill off the flies. Please. I'll get
0: a bug zapper. Get one of those.
1: They don't work. They don't work. The salt gun doesn't work. The stupid, you know, those things that you hang, the strips strips. that look like you're from the ghetto for real. So (laughs) I had one of those hanging on my back porch. Well, we also not only live really close to the national dairy capital of the world, but we live in a very windy town. And so that stupid fly thing smacked all the way up on top of my on top of my back porch ceiling, and I have, doesn't matter how many times through the pressure washer, I've ran that on thing. I still have this nasty, ugly, honey-colored stain on my ceiling as a reminder to, yep, flies suck. There's nothing I can do about it.
0: See, I don't have as much of a problem with the flies. Uh, I mean, they're annoying, but at least they can't bite you. Like I have a Some big, of them do. They have not biting flies. Here. We don't have yes, biting we flies do. Here. I've never been bitten by a fly. You're a nut.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> They have biting flies. You
0: crazy. Whatever. But the mosquitoes get intense out here. Like I get terrified of having to go out in the early morning or the evening uh, during the summer because See, I had... know I'm going to get bit like 5 times and I always do. Plus I'm bald, so I have a big <laughs> Head area, and I always get bit on my head somewhere.
1: Yeah, because they go for the highest <laughs> part of your body. So, so it's your head. I hate
0: it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Surprisingly, it. Surprisingly, I
1: have not. I'm gonna need to knock on that pallet that's behind right. you, but I have not received a single mosquito bite this year. You
0: suck. It's I've had probably like because a, I'm working I've more had a dozen,
1: and I'm inside. Well,
0: I never go outside, and I've still gotten a dozen. <laughs>
1: Yep, no mosquito bites this year.
0: I get it. They they like, they like know my routine. They know when I'm coming home from grocery shopping in the (laughs) evening on Monday night, and that's when they attack me. I come out, I'm just swarmed.
1: That's funny. (laughs) They're ready, ready to hit.
0: All right, coming up next, as if you haven't heard enough about the coronavirus, let us pour Purell into your ear holes. made a face.
1: <laughs> we'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio.
0: I thought you were going to gag into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. To the Morning Side Hug, a back row morning show here on backrowradio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And goodness gracious, folks, when we left the airwaves a few weeks ago...
1: Everything was fine with the world. Everything was
0: fine. And then everything has fallen apart.
1: It's the end <coughs> of the world as we know it.
0: Oh, gosh. I have had that song stuck in my head for have the you? last week. It's actually and the I don't first time
1: of, I've thought of it. So. I
0: don't know any of the words. Oh, I don't know anything. I, just, I, know the, I know the the cadence, so that's about it. Um, but, but it's been a very strange... Shoot. I mean, we've never lived through something like this. I was going to
1: say, I don't think I ever remember anything of this magnitude.
0: Right. It's not even akin to 9-11 when it comes to our response as a nation. No. Because 9-11... We weren't necessarily reacting in in fear. It was a it, you know the first week or two sure, but after that it was a we're rallying together, uh, big America flags everywhere, all kinds of thing, and it was it, we felt this kind of communal strength mm-hmm. uh, really quickly. At least that's my recollection of it. I was mm-hmm. in high, we were in high school at the time, but that's what I remember. But with this, I feel like it's just kind of. Constant fear coming in like waves and panic because there's still so much we don't know about what's going on currently mm-hmm. uh, in our nation or the whole world. We don't know, you know, what country that's had this before us. You know, hit got hit earlier than us. What country we're gonna turn out looking like? Right. Some are doing really good, like South Korea is turning out okay. Uh, Italy, not so much. Yeah, and. We're kind of in that, where are we going to fall between those two kind of outcomes? And we don't really know. Um, And that's causing people to go freaking nuts. Even still, it's been, what, two weeks with no toilet paper in the stores?
1: (laughs) I just don't understand the toilet paper thing. Like, that. that is the one thing out of all of this that has completely blown my mind. And here's the thing. Here is the thing. You have... Two groups of people. This virus has divided our nation into two groups. (laughs) And it's not
0: along party lines, which is so (laughs) weird.
1: Right? It is those who freaked out and hoarded all the toilet paper. And then those who are like, what the crap? Now I don't have anything to wipe my butt with. I need to find toilet paper. And so we're all running around our towns looking for toilet paper. But for two separate reasons. (laughs) I just need a few rolls to make it through a couple weeks please please that's all i need well the
0: problem with this is that it makes the people who aren't hoarders freakier and freaking out have to become them i know so they'll have some eventually that is what i'm saying (laughs) so we were this happened to me i i had to go to the store uh and i was going to get birthday party supplies for for eli's birthday Mm -hmm. and uh we we go we get we get this we get I go and we go in with uh, Johnny sorry go in with my littlest Johnny and we go in there and as we're walking in I see carts and every cart has a big thing of toilet paper in it I'm like okay everybody's getting toilet paper there must be some toilet paper maybe we should get toilet paper mm-hmm. so that's the first place we go and I walk back there into that aisle and it's like it is still today bone empty, empty nothing there but As I'm walking in, so is the Walmart, couple Walmart guys with a big pallet full of toilet paper. I'm like, okay, "Okay, there's toilet paper. So I get a big thing of it. I'm like the first one there. As I get one, a bunch of people start flooding into it. I'm like, "Eh." so I get mine. I walk out and I'm like, we better get some baby wipes too. And I walk over and there are no baby wipes either because people are using that now. You
1: can't flush baby wipes,
0: people. (laughs) They will. There are flushable
1: adult wipes that you can use. Do not flush baby wipes or you're going to have yourself in an even bigger situation. Go ahead, Matt.
0: So I go and there's none. And I'm like, well, crud. We don't have a lot of baby wipes at the house. So I'm like, I'm going to have to buy another thing of toilet paper just in case we don't have baby wipes for forever. Because I can't go without baby wipes. Yeah. Can't do anything with the kid when he poops himself because he saves it up he saves it up for like three days and then just has a massive thing every time massive explosion that's not really healthy i know (laughs) (sighs) so uh i go back and of course there's you know 100 people there now clamoring for it and i got the first roll and i got the next to last uh package as well and so i have two packages of toilet paper (laughs) Which hopefully will last us for a while.
1: Having to ration toilet paper.
0: <laughs> My mom's already asking for some. I'm like, okay, I'll give you a couple rolls. I'll
1: give you a couple rolls if you give me some baby wipes.
0: <laughs> but it's just, it's, uh, it, was, it was nuts. It, it was, is insane. It was, I mean, I heard people on the phone, like someone had called... Uh, it had to have been someone related to a Walmart worker. Yeah. But I heard them saying, yeah, I don't know. We got a few here now. Maybe if you hurry and get down here, but I think they'll be gone by the time you get here. Yeah. I'm just like, this is such a strange time to be alive. Because the reason that it's stupid, the biggest reason, is that manufacturing of this stuff has not gone down. Same thing with all the food. All the food still being made. Mm-hmm. Still making rice. Still making ramen. Still making beans and bread and all this kind of stuff why are we buying it in bulk water is still being bottled why why are you acting like you're going to be in a bunker because you're not you don't have one
1: i think that's what it is (laughs) i think people i've been trying to figure this out i really have i've been trying to figure out the rationale and i've got two ideas (laughs) i guess One, we have a group of people that feel like because the virus originated in China and everything is manufactured in China, (laughs) that our stuff is contaminated. And so they're trying to buy the stuff before it all gets contaminated. I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. I can't quite figure figure it out, but I've got kind of an idea.
0: Well, I thought you were going to say because everything comes from China and they're infected over there, that they're probably all shut down and they're not making any more. Until but, they they're but
1: they're not. But they're not. They're not shut down. That's the thing. There's so, one thing
0: China does. It's overwork their people.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then I think that people are fearful that they're going to be quarantined or we're going to go on some national lockdown and we're going to be stuck in our homes. And so they're freaking out. To me, that seems more like the rational idea. And so yeah. they're like, they're buying for... <sighs> weeks to to a month thinking that that's how long they're going to be stuck inside their home
0: but i feel like even in italy i'm hearing they're still able to go to the store they are still able to go to the grocery store people i mean they do have guards everywhere keeping people in their homes but still they're allowed to go get their essentials uh it's just about keeping large crowds from forming essentially is all we're trying to do um so speaking of that you know I don't know if you, if it was we were talking beforehand or if you mentioned this on air, but you know, here in Clovis, New Mexico, we don't have a single confirmed case, but that could be because we don't really have any tests here. I don't know. Yeah. We do have a couple in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. We have a couple in
1: Amarillo. uh,
0: Amarillo. But it's uh, literally all around us. Yeah. And we have like, I think it's, I think we're up to 43 cases in New Mexico Uh now. Um, But all of them are towards the albuquerque santa fe area except for one case in the las cruces area that we're aware of um but you know we very likely could have it in our town i know that if there were a few people on base that got quarantined because they were worried that they had been exposed to it
1: okay i just gotta say that is the one thing that like has infuriated me this entire time one i just don't we have a certain page in our town on Facebook that I just don't need to be a part of um, (laughs) because it it just makes me angry every time I go on there. But this really made me angry because you have people who are just uneducated and ignorant. And so they hopped on this page and immediately said, why do we even have the military here? They're bringing in the coronavirus. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I just... And every day since then, it's been, yeah, confirmed cases on base, confirmed cases through the military, military's bringing it in, blah, blah, blah. Okay. We have zero confirmed confirmed on base.
0: Just a precautionary thing.
1: It is simply (laughs) because of where these people moved from or were recently deployed to. ...are highly infected areas, so they brought them home, stuck them in their dorm, and said, here you stay until we figure out whether or not right. you are infected.
0: Typically just a 14-day window. You stay in there for two weeks, go through the incubation period, if you don't have any symptoms, you're good.
1: Drives me nuts. These people that- <laughs> have put their lives on the line for you to have your ignorant opinion <laughs> and your jerks about them.
0: Yeah. Uh, we have a, a family friend whose uh, son is in the Peace Corps, mm-hmm. and... He just was sent back. They sent everybody back. Everybody out in the Peace Corps. Go home. Yeah. And so they came home uh, and his family drove two cars up to the airport to pick him up. And then they all drove in one and he drove the other one, at which point he came home and immediately had to go into their trailer where he will live sequestered for two weeks. (laughs)
1: It's smart. It's
0: smart. But that's exactly the reason. he yeah. is He's showing no signs of any kind of symptoms or whatever. But it's because he's coming from overseas that he just needs to be safe, make sure he doesn't have it, and then he can come Yeah. <laughs> Which I understand. It's a radical thing. It really is. It's a crazy thing to say, you have to go stay in your home for the next 14 days, yeah. even though you're probably fine. That's a strange thing to be happening at all, let alone worldwide. Yeah. And it does make you a bit scared, and I get that. It makes you uneasy. It's the whole fear of the unknown thing, which we talk about in CR all the time. Now everybody's feeling it mm-hmm. at once, yeah, in mass, and it's it's not a great thing. Yeah, um, but there are you are seeing a lot of pockets of people trying to infuse hope into the situation and levity. Uh, there are a couple people online, and a couple of them are pastors too, saying it's just we can't joke about this anymore. Like I'm sorry, that's the only way we're going to get through this. Yeah, is if we try and joke about it. We don't need to make light of the fact that people are getting sick or the pe- that people are dying from it. I get that, but we have to find the humor where we can in some of the craziness mm-hmm. because otherwise we're just going to go insane. Absolutely. Um, let's see. So churches, of course, churches being affected. Uh, we were going to have celebrate recovery this past Thursday. And then the governor of New Mexico put out another thing saying, absolutely no meetings of 10 or more. And still, churches are technically exempted. I don't think they can close churches legally. Uh, I don't think they have that power. Uh, But they were highly discouraged. So, like, last minute, like, three hours to go, we're like, you know what, we're not going to have it. So I scrambled together some sort of online thing, which was Bad, uh, but <laughs> but at least it existed. Um, I'll be able to prepare more for the next week. But that's what we'll be doing for Thursdays. And of course, that's what we're going to be doing on Sundays too, which I think most churches in the nation will probably be doing some sort of online church, if anything at all, Yeah. beginning this Sunday, mm-hmm. which was yesterday for, for you guys. Um, and I'm curious to see uh, how that's going to work on Facebook. Because, you know, it's mostly going to be Facebook. Mm -hmm. Are their servers going to just explode from all these churches going live in the same kind of few hours? Yeah, I don't know. And so many people tuning in at that point.
1: I I think, (laughs) as weird as it sounds, that's the one thing that makes me, like, super excited. Because for years, everybody's been like, Bashing televangelists. Well, guess what? We're all televangelists televangelists now. now. But (laughs) not only that, but we had this great opportunity. Facebook is going to be flooded. Yeah. Flooded with the word,
0: with shareable videos of the message of Christ.
1: Even people who don't want to go to church, Mm -hmm. people who want to have nothing to do with that sort of lifestyle. It's going to be all over their page.
0: All over, yeah. All over. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's a that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Do
1: you know what I mean? And as they're scrolling, they're going to see. And it's going to catch somebody's curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's going... Somebody. So the Word is going to be reaching more people. I believe it's going to be reaching more people than it ever has had the capability to before. Yeah. In a really cool way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's what I keep telling my kids. Yes, this is new. Yes, this is unknown. We don't, you know, we've never experienced this in in our lifetime. But that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be bad. Look at the bright side of it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the weird mom that's enjoyed being stuck at home with my kids.
0: (laughs) Uh, This week's been up and down. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying every day has been good. (laughs) Good.
1: That's not what I'm saying. There have been some really cruddy, cruddy moments in the days.
0: Yep. Oh, man. Okay, so let's see. Let's see the numbers. Let's do the official thing here. Here we go. Uh, As of now, which, of course, we're recording on Saturday morning, so this is two days old and things will have changed by then. But as of now, there are 284, 566... 284,566 cases, confirmed cases, which is still a very small percentage of the population of the Earth. Yeah. Which I guess that's our goal. Let's keep it that way. Um, But it's the deaths versus recovered that is kind of scary at the moment. And it's mainly because the only cases we know about are the bad ones that have been tested Mm -hmm. at this point. So deaths, there have been nearly 12,000, and recovered there have been nearly 90,000, which looks like a rate of over 10% of people who get it are dying. Right. Um, which, of course, is not the case. Uh, most experts say it's likely between 1% and 3%. Uh, we'll, we'll see as it, as it starts to gain traction with testing and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, it's certainly a serious situation. Seriously weird. Worst case scenarios came out where the grimmest version is that uh, in America it could take two million people, uh, most mourned without funerals, Mm -hmm. because this would just spread there. Um, Economy wouldn't recover. This thing would just keep rolling through uh, and become a seasonal thing as well. But the best case scenario, which we're all shooting for and praying for, is that, you know, as, as it did with SARS and with MERS, which were both also coronaviruses of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, they started attacking and then they mutated. And then they really, they got worse. Like if you caught it, it was worse. But it also became a lot more difficult to catch. You basically had to French kiss somebody who had it <laughs> to get it. And so it died off, um, and so that's kind of what we're hoping for. Especially as it hits the summer months, we're hoping that it'll die out because that's typically what happens, like with the flu and other coronaviruses uh, that have come. Because there's been several coronaviruses. This one is a specific strain that's just been worse.
1: Right. If you look on the back of a Lysol can. Right. It says coronavirus. It says coronavirus. On there. <laughs> so you know. Um, and that's
0: and that's also how our 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 favorite huckster televangelist, Mister. Uh, Oh gosh, what's his name? I don't
1: know I don't the guy know we talked about,
0: about. Uh, Jim Baker.
1: Oh, okay. Jim yeah. Baker
0: selling this silver age solution.
1: Oh my gosh, seriously!
0: And he kept they kept promoting it as we can't say it officially works on this coronavirus, but it has been tested on so many other coronaviruses, and so we're we're positive that it'll uh, have a positive effect on you if you catch this coronavirus. <laughs> And the government had to, like, step in and say, stop saying this. There is no medical evidence that what you're saying is accurate.
1: I just don't. Okay. (laughs) Nope.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, best case scenario is that it'll die off uh, in the summer a bit. And that, though it'll come back in a second wave in the fall, hopefully it will have mutated to be a little weaker to catch. And that we will have grown a bit of herd immunity Mm -hmm. uh, with the cases that we already had. So it doesn't start rolling through us like it did this time. Um, So, yeah, let's all hope and pray for that. Hope life gets back to normal. Uh, there There are 30 cruise ships still out in the ocean full of people. And no docks are letting them come in.
1: I don't see what the They're big deal is. Stuck in the like...
0: ocean. <laughs> Did you? Okay, we've been—we we've both been on cruises. Mm-hmm. What's the longest cruise you've been on? Seven days. Seven days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there are cruises that last a third of a year? Yeah. How yes. on earth can someone be on a boat for a hundred and eleven days?
1: Oh, seriously? Well,
0: no. Yes. <laughs> what? No. Yes. Yes. Seriously. That How is... can you not be on on solid ground for that long? Well, you have yeah. you have your ports. Sure, but and most port, of your time is still spent well, on the boat,
1: right? For a longer a longer duration like that, like your port time, sometimes it'll be a couple days, three days. Oh, okay. So it so, could be
0: a uh, okay. That um, makes a little bit more sense.
1: Yeah. But that's like, that's our retirement goal is to spend an entire year cruising.
0: Just going around the whole world. Just going yeah. everywhere. That's what I was reading. A couple of them are like that. And there was a, they got a few interviews from people that are on a boat that were like 111 day cruises. And now they're like, who knows how long it's going to go now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: A free extended cruise. Listen, <laughs> I, you can keep me in my cabin. <laughs> I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was there was a couple that had gotten on for their honeymoon on a boat. It was like the day before the nation flipped out. Yeah. And so, you know, at that point they were talking about it and everything, but everything still seemed to be going forward. So they really had no choice. They couldn't cancel it. Yeah. They weren't being offered a cancellation. So they got right. on. And now they're stuck. Yeah. And they they were they were trying to go to New Zealand. They floated all the way to New Zealand and were turned away. And so now they got. They were able to refuel. That was the only thing they were allowed to do: is refuel in New Zealand. So now they're going to Hawaii, hoping that one of the ports will let them in there. <laughs> they just don't know what's going on. It's a crazy situation.
1: It is. Because
0: you'll won't you run out of food? I mean, won't it start becoming Hunger Games on that <laughs> on that cruise?
1: I don't know. I, I don't like... know. I wonder. I do wonder how much they have
0: right i feel like it's a situation where eventually you're gonna run out
1: i mean they maybe can't get they may be telling them that they need to ration
0: yeah let's
1: let's eat like a it's a regular day guys not a cruise day
0: (laughs) no nine meals a day you know (laughs) uh, it's just uh, it's so weird
1: so i will say for about five years my husband has gone back and forth with we should really invest in stock Mm. We should really find somewhere that we can, you know, invest our money and blah, 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 this and that. He finally did it in two cruise lines and Disney because they both plummeted. They did, yeah. And now, I mean, Norwegian, we we invested in Norwegian and Carnival. Both of them are going up Mm -hmm. already. Again, Disney's still, we're still losing money on that end. (laughs) But I feel like
0: they'll eventually get back yeah once, well yeah absolutely once, once the world stabilizes and people want to go on cruises again they'll they'll skyrocket again i told Everything him well.
1: listen i don't know how stocks work so to me i'm like shouldn't we like have some sort of special treatment or something cuz we're stockholders like we're shareholders <laughs> yeah like that's all that we need to do don't we like we
0: partially own this company
1: yeah don't or, we get like a boss? card or something that's like <laughs> share owner and so i can just flash that around every time no yeah. So, not, okay.
0: Now might now might not be the best time to buy stocks, depending on what kind of stocks you're getting. Because it's still likely to go down a
1: bit. Oh, yeah. every
0: Every, every day, the news is going to affect it one way or the other. It's been going up a bit and then crashing. We mm-hmm. had the big, a couple of the biggest crashes we've had. Not crashes, I guess, but corrections we've yeah. had uh, in a long time. But uh, it's definitely not a time to sell. Yeah. If you've got stuff... Keep it there. Keep it, yeah. It's going to stabilize and go back up again really soon. If I am you not... you don't need to pull it out, don't pull it out.
1: I am not a financial advisor at all, period, dot, whatsoever. Yeah. Um, we should have had Deidre on the show for that. But... We,
0: she's not one either. She's not like one, it. but she
1: knows numbers she's a lot better than we do. Exactly. <laughs> she's. She hears things.
0: None of this is official sanctioned advice, by the way.
1: Absolutely. But... When you've got airlines and you've got cruise ships and you've got amusement parks, things that you know are a staple within our economy that are going to come back eventually. And right now it's like pennies to the dollar to buy into it. Mm. If you have money just sitting back that you're not doing anything with, why not? Yeah. Why not throw a couple dollars at it and see what it does?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Just if can't, I can't get basset, it. it's If your strong. spouse
1: is just randomly going and bringing home a dog,
0: <laughs>
1: you can probably use that money <laughs> to throw it, just throw it a stock. Just uh, saying.
0: All right. Well, we got a lot of uh, weird to come still, I'm sure. Uh, we'll talk, uh. We'll talk about it a little bit more the next couple of days, not in a big, uh, a huge full segment way, but uh, I'm sure each week it'll just kind of keep mutating our discussions as well. I'm sure. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully in the next few weeks, this will kind of calm down a bit. Life will start, ooh, hit the mic, life will start getting back into a semblance of normalcy. I think, uh, go ahead. No, it's fine. I, I didn't have another thing.
1: I think two things. One, our thoughts and prayers are with the graduating class of 2020.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah.
1: Because it is such a difficult time for those seniors right now. Just weird. Awkward. But two, with my second home, Italy, and just everything that's going on there and we both have a mutual friend that is currently living there in the middle of it so um, yeah it sucks and it's hard but we're praying for y'all
0: absolutely and I think the the strangest thing that's gonna come out of this is how we're gonna see life change once this is passed like what changes are gonna become kind of a permanent thing
1: I'm afraid to know right can I just be real no me too
0: And yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be awkward.
1: I mean, if it means people start washing their hands for the better,
0: then <laughs> hopefully, yeah, Great. hopefully there will be some good changes that could carry forward.
1: But if I can't find toilet paper for the next twenty years, <laughs> I'm gonna start rioting.
0: <laughs> All right, well, uh, a bit of a radio update before we close out this hour. Um, we've got uh, a new schedule. Uh, We took advantage of this last three weeks off here, and uh, we're we're revamping our schedule a bit to kind of fit with our listenership, Um, and some of the changes are pretty big, Um, but the reason that we've had this kind of break, because it hasn't just been a break from the morning shows, we've also had a break from all of our scheduled content, our special music blocks, sermons on Sunday, everything has been off and it's just been our standard rotation of music because our host live 365 is trying to upgrade their systems on the back end for us behind the scenes and unfortunately as with any complete overhaul it came with a whole bunch of bugs Mm. that they're having to work out and I have noticed they are slowly working them out Um, but there's still a long way to go and so this might still be a bit hiccupy for a little while but I think we're at a point now where I can actually schedule shows and have them be correct. Uh, so in doing that we have also uh, changed some things up. So here is the schedule uh, moving forward. Morning shows now will only air once each morning. We had been doing it twice in a row uh, for the benefit of trying to give a early morning show for mm-hmm. every time zone here in America but we've noticed that Just very few people listen to the early show, uh, and it seems like it's rare that someone listens all three hours, while the second show, which is the one you're hearing now, (laughs) is uh, the one that's typically listened to a lot more, Uh, four, five, six times as many people tune into this one. So uh, morning shows are only going to be airing once, beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Our afternoon clips, we're moving those up to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, afternoon clip is usually just one segment from that morning show. Uh, usually the best segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got something new, a new show we're adding, a new quick show. It's a two minute, two three minute thing uh, from Mike and Dooley. Had you ever heard of Mike and Dooley before? I have not. I, I've heard of I've seen them a few times uh, in our feed like they've been following us for a while. Mm-hmm. but they reached out to us. But upon like researching them, they're little two minute conversation. They're not technically devotionals. They're kind of like what you and I do, except they do one topic in two minutes and it's kind of an inspirational thing. They're super popular. They're on a bunch of television channels They're They've written a, a kid's book that has been crazy popular for being independently written. Like they got more fans and followers than we do. I posted online that we were going to have them joining us. On the show, like they're, they're, their show is going to be aired on our mm-hmm. station now. More comments than any other announcement I've ever made saying, we love those guys. We know, you know, it's like so many people Moving know who these up. guys are. So I'm actually very kind of excited to have them on. So they're going to be doing uh, this is their first like audio version of a show. Nice. So they're going to be, uh, some of them are going to be, you know, taken from their previous like, right. audio shows, but they're also going to be recording new content for us. Uh, you know, exclusively for backwardradio.com uh, in the near future. So we're excited about that too, uh, and we'll have them on the morning show for a twenty questions sometime soon. Um, but yeah, we're we're really excited they're going to be joining us. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the morning show at about eleven forty-five a.m. the the tail end of the second hour, we have Critical Hit with Hector Mira. The mm-hmm. the pop culture-focused devotional that he brings us. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, that's when we're going to have the new show, uh, new uh, short from Mike and Dooley. Awesome. Uh, so expect that. To th- you probably already heard it. It happened. It happened last hour. So hopefully you were still listening. You would have heard the first one. Whoop, whoop. Uh, assuming everything went correctly. <laughs> so they'll be here mon- Mondays and Wednesdays. And they'll probably play uh, sporadically throughout the day as well, all week long. Uh, But each new show will be airing on Mondays, and then Critical Hit, of course, Tuesdays. Uh, Very cool. So
1: then we have Wednesday Flow, which is moving to the afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m., and then Celebrate Recovery is moving to Wednesday. Celebrating. (laughs) Celebrating Recovery. Sorry. Not
0: officially affiliated Celebrate Recovery.
1: (laughs) Celebrating Recovery is moving to Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m.,
0: uh, replacing <laughs> our recovery radio block, beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, is '90s Night. Brand new music block. We're really excited about it. And what's special about it is that you know our morning, our normal rotation, uh, normal rotation, and even our Saturday morning cartoons uh, rotation, which focuses on some of the older stuff. It starts with 1995. Essentially, how when I first started the radio station, how I envisioned it was. Jesus Freak onward. Yeah. That's how we do it. And, uh, but we've had a lot of people over the last couple of years, you know, requesting music from albums and artists that were before then. And so we're finally giving in and we're doing 90s night. And 90s night will encapsulate, encapsulate all of the 90s. From 1990 to 99, we will have music exclusive, a lot of music exclusive to that block. Uh, so we've been, I've been added. I've got all of 1990 in there now. I've gone through every possible album I could find from 1990 and got that in the mix. Uh, and some from 91, a lot from 95 to 99. We'll be adding more as the weeks go by, of course, uh, because of the update at the radio station, uh, uploading new music has had to halt as well. because it's been difficult to do. But, yeah, we'll keep adding. It's going to be great. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. I'm finding I actually like a lot of that older 90s Christian music. I just didn't know it existed. Just like today. Just like our Christian music world today. There's so much good Christian music out there that you would actually like. You just don't know it's there. You just there
1: don't get Because it's it. not
0: played on the radio.
1: <laughs> you know, I just feel like we have one more thing. But with the 90s, I just want to be like in a skating rink listening to mm-hmm. our... Are
0: and that's the feel a lot of the like from the 90 the 1990 ones that i added that is the feel it's just weird i don't it know feels, why it sends it feels, me back to yeah. a
1: skate rink <laughs> okay and finally our louder three hour block is moving to friday nights at 10 p.m
0: all right so it's the same it's the same time uh as it used to be on saturdays we're just moving it up a night um but yeah that'll still be going strong uh, we are, uh, one of the other changes that we're making is, you know, when we started, we, we had this Christian music in every flavor thing um, where we played music of every single genre. And we are kind of focusing in, still using the ice cream theme, but we're going to a triple scoop. Uh, we're focusing on three main genres, rock, pop, and uh, rap.
1: Rock. Rock pop and (laughs) hip-hop
0: but uh just like the hot fudge and the sprinkles there are gonna be a few extras in there of songs that really stand out to us that might come from other genres of christian music that'll still be in the mix um but as for like worship focused music uh, the longer we've been doing this the more i realize. If you want to listen to that, you're probably going to go to some of the mainstream stations because that's already there Mm -hmm. all the time. And so why take away from uh, hours or time that people want to listen to the other stuff that's not played on the mainstream radio to play that kind of stuff? So we are kind of phasing a lot of the worship music out, uh, a lot of the... CCM that doesn't quite qualify as pop we're phasing that out a bit Uh, again except for a few standouts that we really like Uh, Lauren Daigle ain't going anywhere you know you'll still hear her on here every now and then Um, and we have a few worship songs that'll stick stick around uh, just not the ones that are just so overly played on all the other stations you know what I mean you understand are you okay Mo's not liking this decision I don't think (laughs) But one of the main reasons that we're doing this is, uh, besides, you know, trying to focus in a little bit about what our niche is, is that I've got to take a break. Having to monitor every genre of Christian music Mm -hmm. to add new music every week and then keep that all separated in a, a scheduled manner to where it doesn't overwhelm one or the other is so time consuming and so difficult to do. Yeah. And so, this helping to focus in on just a couple core genres will streamline this a bit. It'll also keep us from overloading the channel with songs because there's still several years worth of music we haven't even gotten to add yet. And we're at like 5,000 tracks, which most stations run about 3,000 at any given time.
1: I don't see the problem.
0: Uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot of work for one man to do, though.
1: Listen, no. <laughs> no. How long have we been going at this? I and know, I've I'm told kidding. you.
0: Even, for, even if it was both of us doing the music stuff, it's still a lot of work for two people. Fine, whatever. We need a whole station.
1: I support you in your decisions.
0: <laughs> but, okay, hold on. Caveat to that. The one thing that won't be changing is indie music. Christian indie music we will still feature pretty much every genre of the Christian music when it comes to independent artists. Cause we want to still promote independent Christian music. That is one of the starting driving forces of the radio station. And so we will still be doing that. Uh, there might be a few that will only play during indie music Tuesday on Tuesday nights. Uh, if they're, you know, really soft or really slow, but mm-hmm. they will still be featured on the station. So if you're an independent Christian artist, keep sending the music, even if you focus on worship or uh softer stuff you'll still get airplay if uh if you're good. <laughs> I mean, if you're not garbage i guess i don't know what we're saying here.
1: if matt actually Look, likes I'm sorry. what you're putting out there
0: i'm sorry there are some of y'all that just that you need a little more work Wow. I'm not saying i'm not saying there's no wow. potential there i'm just saying if you're recording it in your garage on one microphone with a whole band that's not going to be fit for airplay yet. sorry. Look, I have music that I've recorded that I would never put anywhere near this radio station. So don't worry. I'm right there with you.
1: I'm so disappointed in you right now. I think we need to end it.
0: Oh, gracious coming up next can we share something that we love
1: we'll be back in just a few with more of the morning side hug right here on back row radio
0: back to the morning side hug as our show is coming to a close for today but first i want to share with you something that i love and it's something that uh i we we touch on a bit i'm hurting about right now celebrate recovery Uh, we talk about it all the time uh but celebrate recovery specifically how we all work together uh is such a, a big inspiration in my life constantly um
1: you know, when I
0: started Celebrate Recovery, it was with my, my friend Cipriano Martinez, which you've heard on some throwback Thursdays in the past. Uh, and we worked together really well. Mo and I then took the reins for a while. Her and I meshed together really well when Mo moved to Central. Uh, Hillary, who you've heard as a guest host, uh, came in and stepped into the role. The fact that I have a problem with... Uh, and we kind of touched on this in the last hour, with taking the reins and wanting to do everything myself. Mm. Because I've always been in that mindset of, if you want it done right, do it yourself. (laughs) And so I'm a bit of a control freak, and I understand that, and that is a character defect. But uh, Hillary and John, her husband, uh, they have been, and of course my wife as well, and our our, our, uh, leaders, they all just kind of step up and do things, even without me asking. They're just like, hey, he needs someone to do that. I'm going to take care of it." Mm-hmm. And it's just this this whole meshing system of, look, we're all here to do the same thing. We're all here to help as many people as we can who come in the store. So we all need to do as much as we can. And it's like they've almost forced me to not be a control freak. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's happened little by little over the years. And so the fact that this ministry really breeds that, it really breeds that 12 step of giving back, getting back into the serving uh, position, giving back to recovery. That's something that I really love. And that's why it really hurts now that we're having to cancel for Mm -hmm. like three weeks, at least, if not more, because Celebrate Recovery has always been this thing of we're here every week. Mm Mm-hmm. We, will, we are dependable. We, you, can, you can count on the fact that every week at this exact time, our doors will be open and you can come in. And now all across the world, these Celebrate Recoveries are having to shutter for a while. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, the official Celebrate Recovery account even posted a post the other day saying, remember the good old days when we could all go to our meetings every single week? <laughs> They're like, yes. Yes. It really hurts because you can't really do it online. It's the whole point of it's being face to face. So I really do love celebrate recovery, and I really hope we can get back to a, a, a semblance of normalcy with that ministry worldwide as soon as we can.
1: Can I? Can I add to that? Absolutely. What? So, going exactly off of what you said, how well we all work together. I think there's this culture within churches where you want to be the best church and you want to be the church that mm. everybody wants to go to. And with Celebrate Recovery, it's not like that. Yeah. It's, it's the not complete a opposite. It's you're on this night, I'm on this night so that every night of the week is covered and you're encouraging people to go to the other churches, the other host churches that have Celebrate Recovery mm-hmm. to go through the doors of a different church. They're not constantly saying well, in other Celebrate Recoveries, you're not going to find this or that, or we are the Celebrate Recovery right. with, Do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and that's what I love about the bigger picture of Celebrate Recovery is that it is global, it mm-hmm. is international, but at the same time, you all are working together as right, one yeah. family.
0: Yeah, expanding that to everybody. It's true. <laughs> um, I will admit I have a second and a half of, of oh no. When Central, your, your church, said we're going to start a CR. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's such a big church. Oh, gosh. What's going to happen? But just that's a second nature. and a half of panic. And then I'm like, no, wait. That's a really good thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> a really good thing to have another night where there's a CR in our uh, community. Yeah. It's uh, human so, yeah. nature to, to yeah. feel that way. But <laughs>
1: that's what I love about Celebrate Recovery right. is it just goes against human nature in every possible way.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for adding that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's close out our show with a Bible verse for the day.
1: Our Bible verse for the day comes from Joel chapter 2, verse 12. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning.
0: Thank you for joining us. There is a Back row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week, and Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds. Every Friday.
1: Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio and join our laughter inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com.
0: Our free podcast, The Morning Side Hug, has undergone some changes. We have added all back episodes from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday shows on the podcast feed. And we will continue to do so each week, the day after they air. So if you miss a morning show, you can catch up on on most of them the next day by following our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts.
1: If you love what we do here at The Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole... Please consider partnering with us at backrowradio.com partner. There are several tiers with different rewards and incentives, but even just committing to donate a dollar a month will get you into our private Facebook group, The Scoop, and get you our private podcast feed, where you'll get our exclusive Throwback Thursday podcast and bonus content.
0: That is it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you.
1: A corn cob is a workable replacement for toilet paper.
0: And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug.
1: Bye.